0: Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Now, enjoy the show.
1: Welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to another edition of DIY Money.
0: DIY Money.
1: What's up Daniel?
0: Beautiful. It's fall. Oh, it's gorgeous. chili season. We made our first it. pot of chili this Did weekend. You? Yep. we mm. It was amazing. Broke out the sweaters. Yeah. The pullovers, the zip ups, the puffies. Everything. Yeah. You broke out the puff? Well, I just got them ready. Because uh. it's common. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's 80 today. Although, yeah, it's going to be warm today.
1: Th- this is the time I really, people get really frustrated in Kentucky because we literally have three seasons in 24 hours uh you know it just layers, changes i mean it was layers. 46 or 7 this morning 52 by run time it's going to be 75 this afternoon the
0: patio weather 80 degrees yeah it's t- like it's
1: tough but i like it because i like dabs of cold weather like little bits mm. i'm I, i'm one of those guys that's like oh i can't wait for fall can't wait for the colder weather and then it comes and i'm like Darn it! I don't like this. It's too cold. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So I like the the taste of it. The mm. little bit of it.
0: And it's Keeneland season, which is outdoors. So this is like the quintessential. Mm. Sort of like starts kind of on the cool side and warms mm. up throughout the day. But was there this weekend?
1: Too many long shots came in. I don't know too what the heck's many going long on shots. there. Yeah. That's not normal for keenland. In fact, it skewed me even more because somebody, some statistician, did something, put it up on social media. The percentage of uh, favorites that come in specifically at Keeneland. Really, Keeneland's open only open two months a year, April and October. Is so that uncommon.
0: Very for like other places. Absolutely. I didn't even know that. I thought that was very just a normal uncommon. No. rhythm.
1: It's because it's a nonprofit. Many people don't, don't know that either. But uh, all, what that does, though, is it draws handicappers from all over the country, really the world, because they obviously play simulcast, and they're very good. And so if you think about odds, odds like betting lines are, are developed or, or evolve because of money. So if there's an edge and a horse comes out five to one, but there's a real good edge and a lot of handicappers see that, by the time the horse goes off it might be
0: two to one. When you say go off, you mean race. The
1: race starts, correct. So by the time now, unlike betting on uh, you know, ball games, when you bet and you lock in the line, you're you're locked into that line and if the line moves before the game it's irrelevant, you get the line. Well, horses are not that way. You get it when it goes off. Yeah. So Point being, you have a lot of professionals, uh, believe it or not, there are a lot of people who consider themselves professional handicappers, and they converge on Keeneland. Therefore, favorites often come in at Keeneland. However, that's contraire mon frere this past weekend, because yeah. uh, the first three or four races was like 17 to 1, 25 to 1. I mean, it was crazy.
0: Yeah.
1: How do we get off on that?
0: I don't know, but less people think that you're like some crazy sort of, uh, you know, in the gambling weeds on a day-to-day basis. I had to learn this, that when you move to Kentucky, you just know you have to get ingrained in the kind of horse society, sort of horse stuff, like you've taught me. Well, a lot. it's one of the reasons I it's moved. A big here. part of culture here. It's
1: a huge. I mean, it's a big industry. So it, what you're
0: talking it, about? Because a lot of our listeners would be like, "Wow, yeah, that's like a whole a, yeah." Layer like, what of, are you doing? Are you a degenerate? Uh, but it's just part of. Uh, it's part of Lexington. Part of the, the bluegrass culture.
1: Right around the corner from our home, and we don't have anything special, but is the Shake of Dubai's U.S. farm operation, Godolphin. Where some of the most mm. expensive thoroughbreds in the world—we're talking 25, 30, 40 forty million-dollar horses.
0: Just a single stand. horse.
1: Yes, it's unbelievable. Right it's around same. the corner from from our house, it's amazing. So it is a huge part of the culture. Mm-hmm. Every year around January, February, you're driving. You know, our, our kids, for example, go to school. We pass another large farm called Ramsey's Farm. Ken Ramsey, big owner in the horse business, and every year we have the babies that are born, and they're all, you know, all Mm -hmm. babies are traditionally born around the same time in the horse industry because they all turn one the subsequent January, so all horses have the same birthday, so the earlier you can have them in the year, the better, theoretically speaking, because they get, they're bigger, right, they're more developed, Mm -hmm. etc. It's
0: like stacking your kid for kindergarten. Bingo,
1: exactly. So, anyways... Back to Chile, though. That's on the docket (laughs) for this. Sorry, we're all over the place. uh, Yeah, we are. It's the 12th of October, night game this Saturday, and that's on the docket for tailgating Chile. UK. Yes. UK, Missouri, night game. Coming off a real, real humbling loss to Georgia last week.
0: You know what's also this weekend? What? Ireland, New Zealand quarterfinal rugby world cup. I,
1: yeah, sa- Sunday morning at five.
0: Nope, Saturday at f- 3 p.m. Eastern time.
1: <laughs> you know, I always find those fascinating because it's the only time like when I'm in an airport or something yeah. and it's like, you know, or a, whatever. I'm walking on the streets of New York and there's a bar open and, and people are in there going crazy at 8 a.m. because mm-hmm. they're watching some you know, football match Yeah,
0: European stuff. It's fun. Well timed for us that go to bed early.
1: I'm I've got in my calendar to watch the F one Las Vegas race. It's at one AM. Basically I'll record it. But it goes off at 10 p.m. Western Time, or Pacific Time, Western yep. Time, Pacific Time. Get on off them horses. I don't favor looking up to the likes of you. And I'm really excited because I was just in that area, and I saw all the things that they're doing That's to get cool. ready for that race. So Having I'm looking forward there, to watching
0: that. be interesting.
1: It's going to be awesome. It's going to be cool to watch. Okay. We do have a question today. Yeah, we do. At some point. Uh, all right. Alyssa... Oh, we did none of our stuff. Uh, whatever. You all know who it's sponsored by. You know how to check us out on the web. Jewel Financial. Uh, check us out on social. Okay, let's get to our question.
0: Alyssa from Iowa.
1: What do you got? D-I-Y.
0: Hey, DIY Money. This is Alyssa from Iowa. Just wanted to um, ask if you had ever heard of paying like your mortgage in multiple payments throughout the month instead of just one bulk payment during the month, if that would cut down Um, Your interest—it's just a myth that my husband and I have heard before, and wanted to check to see what you guys thought if you should pay in one bulk payment or um, several times throughout the month. All right, if you could let me know, that'd be great. I love the podcast. Thank you.
1: Okay, Alyssa, not a myth at all. Pretty, you know, pretty popular. Wasn't I, I? All of these things come and go, ebb and flow with what's the hot. Kind of button in the environment, right? So, you know, I get on my dividend horse, all these people, when over the last couple of years, interest rates were at nothing, and you could buy a dividend stock, get a decent rate of return and upside appreciation, yada, yada. Well, now you can get five and a quarter for doing nothing risk-free, So, you know, I guess I'm guessing pretty soon we're going to see social media gurus saying, you know, follow me for the greatest treasury insight out there. I'm buying a one-year Treasury today. I mean, you know, I'm starting
0: on money market blog.
1: Yeah, I mean, seriously, that that's like that's the common thought, and and uh, now you know haven't heard much about people buying. Well, I don't think we've ever heard anything about it, but nobody wants to buy commercial real estate in this environment, which is probably one of the more attractive asset classes, at least getting there. But no, nonetheless, years ago when rates were around here uh you know i bought my first home i think it was seven and a half maybe eight percent my mortgage rate which you know whatever i didn't think anything about it just what what it was now mind you i bought a hundred and forty thousand dollar two-bedroom townhome in a relatively decent area so we're not talking you know a tremendous amount as far as the payments concerned i understand prices have escalated and have not yet come down to reflect the the interest rate nonetheless at that time that was the common thing or the hack, if you will, like, oh, make an extra mortgage payment or split it up into every uh, other, you know, or every two weeks or what have you. The reality is, illicit it comes down to math. Uh, there's 12 months in a year. And if you make a payment every month, you're making 12 payments, clearly. However, if you split that up into every two weeks, uh, there's, you know, 52 weeks in a year. And ultimately, you've got 26. Uh, I'm I'm gonna. Why is the math not working on this? I'm like 26. 26 yep. payments. But you're not going to make a payment. You're going to make a half times. payment. Half payment. So okay, 13, I'm like, wait a second, wait, thirteen yeah, full thank payments. You. <laughs> I was like, wait, that's months. a big jump from twelve to twenty-six. You're not making a <laughs> full gonna pay payment. You're going to pay off really quickly. Yeah, I was. I'm like, I'm, I'm like going through the math in my head, and I'm like, this isn't going to work. To be
0: clear, you've not finished your coffee.
1: I have definitely not finished my coffee. You've got to give me a break. So yes, if you were to to split your monthly payment up into two half which payments, which the strategy, yes. Thank you. You would twenty six payments divided uh, by two. Again, you would have thirteen full payments. So you're paying an extra month. Now, you know we're going to come back. We're gonna we're gonna hit upon prudent financial budgeting and paying down debt, etc. But what I like about this is most people are paid every two weeks. So. Unlike the gift of the third paycheck every uh, couple of months, right? So you budget on every two weeks getting paid, and then most people are like, oh, sweet, this is a third paycheck month. Awesome. Well, come on. You know, that's kind of like getting really excited over a tax refund because you've given the government an interest-free loan. So- The more, I would say, prudent approach would be to understand that you're getting payments over the course of a year, and if you could create a budget around every paycheck, that would probably be more efficient, it would be more appropriate, more prudent with your money. So, Alyssa, I'm a fan. Uh, I think that's something to explore. And that's it. Let's say you, Daniel.
0: Right. So I think the question said, does it lower your interest rate? And that would be a myth. So that's no. By making a double payment does not lower your interest rate, but it does lower the amount of interest that you pay over time.
1: I hope you're right on these things you're thinking you heard. I'm if you're thinking not, I heard
0: them. If not, it's going to be and terrible. P- it,
1: people will be like, what is wrong with Daniel? Yeah. But nonetheless, I mean, go with it.
0: Well, it does not lower your interest rate. Yeah, obviously. But it does lower the total interest paid, which is semantics, but it's important because uh, they're slightly different. Right. So basically, the mechanics of what you're doing is you're chopping your payment into two. You're making a payment every two weeks. And because there's less principal for part of the month, eventually over the long run, you eventually pay. Well, each month, really, you're paying less and less interest over time. We never did this uh, on our old mortgage one because and maybe it's changed now with some banks but like there was not a mechanism to do this on our online payment we had to subscribe for one of the services or something so if we went in to make a payment like the website would not allow us to make half of a payment early in the month and then make the other half later in the month it was like do you want to make your payment or do you want to pay extra principal and i was like well none <laughs> i want to make half of my payment and then make half later so i don't know if every bank uh, works like that our particular mortgage uh just didn't and so we just went with it and i was like whatever i'm
1: glad you said that here's what we did the same thing thinking back Mm -hmm. what we would do i i paid bills traditionally on the first and and then you know obviously there's things due near the end of the month but when i got paid i stripped out what those payments were and they went into various buckets Mm -hmm. i I did not use i know at one point you had kind of virtual envelopes on your bank account and and i know some people subscribe Mm -hmm. to actual envelopes i did not but we accrued it so for example if a pay period's you know two thousand dollars and 400 i'm making up numbers 400 of that's going to go towards my mortgage Mm -hmm. and that's an every pay period thing well most months that's going to be $800 $800 going to the mortgage, except there would be that third paycheck in five week months mm-hmm. sometimes. Sure. And so we would accrue that and I would have that. And then I just remember, I think this was a thing every year, the mortgage, like people, you know, whatever, get an email or something would say, do you want to make an extra payment? and I could make an extra payment hmm. near the end of the year. Wait. I had it because I was accruing it you know, over time, and I would make that near the end of the year. I could just be making – oh, I know we did it. I could be making up the correspondence, but I know you could go on and pay it towards principal, which is basically yeah. what we did. You can
0: make a principal payment Anytime. whenever. Anytime, yeah. Um, and we've talked about in episodes about whether or not that's a wise thing to do to make extra payment to principal, which really just contribute to your home equity. And reduce kind of the interest on that portion that you've then paid extra, et cetera. Um, So there's that. Yeah. So ours never really had a mechanism. So we never did it. We also, at that point, were getting paid on the 1st and the 15th. So paying every other week would have actually disrupted our rhythm. And then paying on the 1st and the 15th, as opposed to accruing like you're talking about, wouldn't have benefited us at all because we would still make 12 payments throughout the year. Though part, I guess, part of the month, it would be <clears throat> less interest and so forth. So yeah, just never the mechanics of it never worked for us. So we've never tried it. But mathematically, yes, in the long run, you will eventually pay uh, less interest. Now we get paid every other week, and so we do get like the, the, that extra payment uh, twice a month or twice a year, or payment uh, paycheck twice a year. And uh, for our family, instead of budgeting, so we budget on the two per month system. And then we use like our annual accruals. We dump that, From that that extra check to our annual accruals, which is like travel and mm-hmm. like big things. And so that does it just kind of like reboots that uh, sinking fund of. Annual it's stuff. whatever
1: works for you. Yeah, you got to find I mean, the method. It's whatever works for you. I have this weird, twisted satisfaction. I paid three property tax bills with two commercial properties and a personal residence. Because we don't have a mortgage, we do not escrow those. So I get the property tax bill right around this period of time, and you get a subtle small discount if you pay. And it is a weird satisfaction to move the money from the accrued account into the checking account, write the check, and send it in and be done with it. I I, I just it's like it's like the A Team. I love it when a plan comes together. I pity the fool. And I would destroy any man who tries to take what I got. That's what it felt like. It feels like that every year. Insurance is no different. Christmas. I mean, I've talked about this. We start on January 1, moving to... Now, look, I get it. Not everybody's in a boat. You can do this. You're trying to get out of debt. I've been there. I've been staring at Christmas going, Babe, I mean, you're getting a poem this year. I'm sorry. It ain't happening. I've been there. I've done it. I know. It's hard. It's hard. But when you get there, there's no excuse to be not proactive. There's no excuse, yeah, to not be proactive and, and avoid future shocks and surprises. You're going to avoid them all? No, you're not. You're not going to be avo- able to avoid them all. Life happens. But you can do your best to want to avoid the ones that will set you back. So again, in January, we start putting $200 a month in an account. And come around this time, I move that money over to another account. Completely different because I don't want to deal with it at all. My wife's a saint in that, uh, Saint Nicholas. Anyways, she does all the Christmas shopping, handles it all, and I don't deal with it. We had pictures, family pictures for our mm-hmm. Christmas card last night, and I had to wait. It was so difficult to leave, and I love these people who took our pictures, but I wanted to get in the car and be like, "How much did that cost us?" Like I just, it's just me. It's just, it, but I waited. I've learned that in 19 years of marriage, so Good. I waited. And I didn't even have to say anything. My wife knows me so well. She's like, it's nice that we already have that in the Christmas fund. I was like, yes, it is. Like, I was like, yes. That was my love language that she told me. Mm -hmm. It's already been paid for because you already accrued for it. And I didn't have to ask and blah, blah, blah. Anyways, Alyssa, we went off on a tangent. Sorry for that. But nonetheless... I think you could budget it in every two weeks, however you choose to do it. But that extra payment is wise. And as you know, regardless of the interest rate environment, we are just not fans of debt. So if you can get it knocked out, I promise you it will make you a better investor. Hard to mathematically, you know, kind of prove how it it impacts your finances, but I think it will make you a better investor having no debt. Thanks so much for that question. All she did was sent us an audio file to podcast at DIYMoney.org. That's podcast at DIYMoney.org. And we will send her a $25 Amazon gift card because we used it on the show. All right, friends, remember, the secret to wealth is pretty simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get...